0: welcome to the big picture podcast where we make sure you know there's more going on than you can see or hear if this podcast episode helps you would you consider leaving us a review on the app or platform you're using to listen we appreciate it and remember we ain't woke but we are certainly awake and now your host larry ragland Welcome to The Big Picture. I'm your host, Larry Ragland, and you are going to be glad you tuned in tonight, especially if you're watching it live, because tonight, at the time of this live broadcast, it's Halloween night, and a lot of demons and uh, goblins and all of them running around there tonight. But there's really, for real, some demons that we're dealing with. These are not new demons. These are the same demons that's always been around. But there has been a surge of particular demons coming out of Heidi. And I was actually blessed and honored to be a guest on End Time Headlines with none other than Ricky Scopero. Tonight, I'm not the interviewer. I'm being interviewed about a subject that I love talking about. That is the Tower of Babel and how it is affecting us today. So tonight you're going to want to hit that like button, hit that subscribe button, enable those notifications, and more than anything, send this to somebody who is curious about the paranormal, the supernatural. And even just curious about how to deal with demons. Because tonight we're going to talk about the return of the Spirit of Babel.
1: This is In Time Headlines. This is Ricky scapare the founder and the voice of In Time Headlines. We want to welcome you to tonight's program, and we've got a good one lined up for you tonight. We have a special guest in the studio tonight, and he's really not even a new guest. He's a he's a regular. Uh, uh, at least on, on his program, we are a regular guest there every uh, second Thursday um, of the month. Uh, but tonight we have... Uh, Bishop Larry Ragland. He is the senior pastor of Solid Rock Church in Birmingham, Alabama. He is also the founder of uh, the Big Picture YouTube. Many of you guys know this. Uh, You know him from that program. You also know the Kingdom Intelligence Report. That's where uh, we're on there with another lineup of other individuals on there as well. So without further ado, guys, we're going to kick it off tonight with a great program for my good friend, Bishop Larry Ragland.
0: Thank you so much. It's an honor to be here. Thank you, Pastor. <laughs>
1: They're cheering you on, brother.
0: Yeah. Yeah. All right. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you.
1: So it's good to see you, man. Um, as always, uh, it's good to be back on here with you. I know it's a little bit different. Uh, typically, <laughs> we it's the second Thursday of every night. But I wanted to bring you on uh, tonight so that we can give i just want to pick your brain hear your heart i know you got a topic that sure. you're really going to bless us with tonight but before we get started guys I want to encourage you uh if you've not downloaded our free app I want to give you uh, an opportunity to do that again right there on your screen if you're watching the visual of this by youtube by facebook by rumble or the main website uh, you can see our free app there. It's available on Apple and Android devices. Don't forget to do this. Guys, do not rely on social media outlets as your main source of information or or, or, or try to get, you know, in contact with us. Don't rely on this solely, but download the free app. It's available on Apple and Android devices. Hit yes push notifications. You're going to be good to go with every headline and every podcast when it is readily available. Also, uh, I want to let you know that... Uh, Larry Ragland's got a website. Um, he, you can find him right here on this is This is where all of his information is going to be. You can find if you're in the Birmingham, Alabama location, anywhere in proximity of driving distance. I want to encourage you to go visit his church. He's been the senior pastor now, uh, Bishop. Correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, it's been over what thirty years.
0: Right at 30 years, 29, 29, years. 29, going 29 and whole years.
1: That is a long time. And that's a rarity. That's a great thing. That's a great track record to have. But anyway, his YouTube channel, his podcasts, all that is right there. Of course, um, he's got a great book as well. Uh, we would encourage you to uh, go and and check out his book. I see greatness in you and I'll, I'm going to kick this over to him, let him explain more about that. And then we're just going to give him a chance to just, uh go right into this thing and uh l- and I want to hear what's on his heart tonight.
0: Well thank you. First of all I want to say thank you so much, uh Pastor Ricky uh for all that you do with In time Headlines. Uh thank you for your commitment, your consistency. Uh you were one of the first out there doing what you're doing and God is blessing your ministry greatly and it is a great, great honor for me to be on your show, brother. I I love everything that you're doing. So many of our folks uh follow you as well. And they're always commenting on how, you know, when when news breaks in the world, I want to hear what Ricky says about it, Paul right. Begley, and and now I've sort of come in y'all's shadow just a little bit, a little tiny bit in there. But but I'm thankful to be in that circle of great men of God that are on the forefront. And you know, and that's you know that's what I want to talk about today. Is I want to talk about because I know you cover end time prophecy uh, because that's the, the core of your, I mean, even in your name, in times, and so, so you know, I, I believe, Ricky, I think you agree that there is, you know, there's no new demons. There's no, there's, there's no new demons being created. This is not a new thing that we're facing. Uh, demons have been around since at least the uh, disembodied spirits of the Nephilim, and and many other things and fallen angels from way before even humanity began. But but there is, there does seem to be a heightened sense of demonic activity that is happening and a lot of people are asking me what what is going on why why is why does the devil seem to be coming out of the shadows and not uh being afraid to say the quiet things out loud and, and and that's sort of the vein that i've been in right now is you know what is the origin of this why does it seem like that's happening and that's what i think we're going to talk about today
1: right and um and i love what you said you know there's you know devils don't procreate they don't reproduce right. uh you know they've been here the their their eternal spirits you know we have yep. an eternal spirit on the inside of us and we know that when we expire our physical bodies expire we don't die we our soul right. and spirit leaves to be absent from the body to be present with the lord and just like us as uh you know individuals you know, we we will live on for eternity. These these what what our our pastor is saying here tonight is these these uh, these spirits, these demons, these fallen angels, these principalities. Uh, Ephesians six, uh, Paul talks about that. There's a, there's right. rankings of these yes. these yes. demons, and, and I'm sure he's probably going to get into that tonight. And they've existed. And I know um, he's going to talk about tonight. This is going to be good. He's going to talk about the origin. You know, we know their origin is from heaven. God created them. You can, in the book of Job, it talks about this. You know, there was this, there was this revolt in heaven where they fell from heaven with Lucifer. Right. But what I'm excited about, what he's going to get into tonight is when they came out of heaven, is there a... Is there a central location in the earth? Mm-hmm. If we were to pull out a map, yeah. per se, uh, and the reason why I say this is, and Pastor, you'll know this, did you know that in the book of Revelation, guys, it says that it talks about, and it references the where Satan's seat
0: is. Seat is, yes. The yes,
1: seat yes. of Satan. So if we right. were to pull out a, a map, and I know some of, y'all, y- some of y'all younger cats don't even know what I'm talking about. We used to have a physical map Come you know, on. We, come on. When we went on the road trips, one of yep, us was yep. designated to hold the map, right?
0: Yep, yep and, yep, and, yep,
1: and And look, if you were really sophisticated and you really really uh, a planner on your trips, the night before, you would take a highlighter and pull out that map, and and, and you would just highlight that map and go through every oh, yeah. little thing. Oh,
0: yeah, oh, so, yeah. Yeah, these, these, kids, these kids don't have no idea what you're talking about. They, they would be in so much trouble. They would be in so much trouble if they did not have their phones, man. Come on. That's- yeah, they- look,
1: and I got to be the first to tell you, I've been guilty of this uh, to getting too comfortable with technology. Look, yeah, listen, there is nothing too. that will give you more anxiety than following Google maps and you get yeah, to a place yeah. where you drop, come on, you drop yeah, the, the, the yeah. map and now you're, you're, you're kind of just kind of coasting and you're like, Oh my gosh, am I supposed to take a left? And then you're waiting for that, that signal yeah. to pop back on and to realize you're on the right course or on the wrong course. But look today. So what, that's what we're going to do. We're going to pull out a map and yeah. we're going to, we're going to highlight one central location on the yeah. earth yeah. Where yeah. yes, where, we we both are in agreement with this that we agree that is the uh, that is the alpha of where that when, when all this when yeah. these principalities set up in headquarters on earth the alpha of this and watch this where's going to be the central location the central headquarters yeah. where all of this end time activity began yep. originated and it's going yep. to resurface in the end times
0: yeah yeah yep absolutely. You ready to go, brother?
1: Let's just rock and roll on this thing. Let's rock and
0: roll. Okay. All right. So, so back uh, a couple of years ago, God began to speak to me about I'm bringing everything full circle. And, and, and that was sort of a wording that God had given me, but I had been on that journey for quite a long time. And that was, you know, people that know me, my church, Solid Rock Church in Birmingham, they, they know that there's a couple of themes that, in a couple of places in scripture that no matter what i preach i don't care what the series is i'm going to find a way to get back to these uh places in scripture because i believe there are certain things in scripture that certain places in scripture that give us so much context of the world that we're living in and and that place for me is the book of genesis and more specifically it is the garden of eden i i, I go back i've preached more from the garden of eden probably than anything that i've ever preached in my life and i've probably preached more sermons that at least tie back to the book of Genesis than any place in scripture. Because I believe that if you want to understand how things are going to wind down, you need to have a full understanding of how they began because God is faithful to complete what he started. So you look, you look at the Garden of Eden, and then you look at uh, the book of Revelation, the New Jerusalem, and you find that they are almost identical. You, you even find that they are, even the dimensions of the Garden of Eden, when you look at where the rivers are and so forth, you see that it's roughly, and you look at an old map that we're talking about, you look at roughly 1,500 square miles, which is basically what New Jerusalem is. So that being said... I believe that if you want to know how things are going to wind down, you've got to go back to seeing how things began, and and this is what we're talking about when it comes to uh, that central location. Now, now this is an artist rendition of what we look at, and I think most Bible students will immediately identify this as an artist rendition of the Tower of Babel. Now, the Tower of Babel uh, is mentioned in Genesis chapter 11. Genesis chapter 11 says this, Now the whole earth had one language and one speech, and it came to pass as they journeyed from the east that they found a plain in the land of Shinar, and they dwelt there. Now, they said one to another, come, let us make bricks and bake them thoroughly. They had brick for stone. They had asphalt for mortar. And they said, come, let us build. Listen to the wording here. Come, let us build ourselves a city and a tower whose top is in the heavens. Let us make a name for ourselves, lest we be scattered abroad over the face of the earth. But the Lord came down to see the city and the tower which the sons of men had built. And the Lord said, indeed, the people are one. And they all have one language, and this is what they begin to do. Now nothing that they propose to do will be withheld from them. Come, let us go down there and confuse their language, that they may not understand one another's speech. So the Lord scattered them abroad from there on the face of all the earth, and they ceased building the city. Therefore the name is called Babel, because the Lord confused the language of all the earth And there the Lord scattered them from abroad on the face of the earth. Now I'm going to tell you, this is the reality. Every demon that we are facing today, everything that we are facing, Ricky, from government to the economy, to wars, everything that Jesus talked about in the last day, you'll see wars, rumors of wars, earthquakes in diverse places. You will see everything. Hebrews chapter 12 can be shaken until everything that cannot be shaken shall remain. When you see the, the, the pornography that's out there, when you see the attack against children, when you see the alphabet, when you see people uh, choosing lifestyles that are abominations to God, when you see pastors preaching messages that are not out of the Bible, AI generate, all of this can be traced back to a tower, to a central location. And then when God stopped them from building this, and and the way we're gonna wind this program down is gonna blow y'all's mind, because God has a way of bringing everything full circle. I'm gonna show you something that's gonna blow your mind in just a few minutes, but the reality of this is is this, Ricky, is that when God came down and confused their languages and caused them, listen, to stop building a tower and a city They did not stop building. They just stopped building a tower. They built a system. And I'm Mm. telling you, the system came out of the plain of Shinar. The system came out of that region that is now absolutely engulfed in every government, every economy, every religious system. Instead of having a central location, the enemy regrouped and created something known as the worship of Baal and became the city of Babylon. It became the system of Babylon, and it can all be traced back to the Tower of Babel.
1: And by the way, guys, in case you didn't know, this area, geographically speaking, uh, when you talk about Babylon, Babel, the plains of Shinar, this is ancient Iraq. This, in fact,
0: exactly. uh, if you
1: want to talk about ancient Babylon, it consisted of Iraq, Syria, and Lebanon. Think and about So uh, now, why is that important? Because if you look at everything that's going on right now in the Middle East, uh, with the wars and the conflicts, and the, and the nations are getting pulled in. That's why you've you've heard me talk about this and stress this. We've got to pay attention. This region right here. Is where we yep. got to pay attention. There is yep. a lot, and that's an understatement, of Bible prophecy that's centered around Iraq, Lebanon, Syria, I- I- Iran, Persia. You can put them in yes. the mix of this. All this. Yes. So this whole region right here um, is uh, is going to be the center of Bible prophecy.
0: Yeah, yeah, it is. It is the center of Bible prophecy. And and it is the center. Now I want you to think about it. everything that the devil does is an imitation of what God does. Everything. He has right. no original idea. So so out of that area known as the Middle East is where humanity was birthed. It is where the church was birthed. It is where the kingdom of God was introduced to the world when Jesus said the kingdom of heaven is at hand. So It's where everything is going to wind down. It's where the battle of Armageddon is going to happen. It's where the antichrist is going to set himself up in the temple. It's where the abomination of desolation. Everything's going to happen there. That's on God's side. So therefore, the enemy is not satisfied with setting up his uh, origin of his kingdom in New York City. He and waiting till New York City got here. No, New York City. Was the and, and Washington and Rome and you know all these places that have been empires throughout time they can all trace back to that same region, so the enemy always trying to take it over, and that's why of course he didn't have Jerusalem so he went right next to it in Persia, and created uh, this unity and you know I want to remind everybody that Psalm 133 talks about the power of unity and I want to show that scripture real quick it says. Behold how good and pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. It is like the precious oil upon the head running down upon the beard, the beard of Aaron running down the edge of his garment, just like the dew of Hermon descending upon the mountains of Zion. For there the Lord commanded the blessing, life forevermore. So he understood the power of unity. And the power of unity is what was going on there at the Tower of Babel. And it's sad to say, Ricky, the the kingdom of darkness, many times throughout history, and we see it really right now go ahead. is in is in more unity than right. the body of Christ. There, there, you know, you see those. They they will jump on board and go lockstep whatever the narrative is. But the church is in chaos. Come on, and and and, and that's why religion religion listen, religion was birthed at that tower as well. Yes, the, that,
1: I, yeah, I believe it's the the. The womb of every false religion.
0: Absolutely. You agree with that? Absolutely. I agree with that yeah. 100%. And when he said how beautiful it is when the brethren dwell together in unity, that word unity actually is the word harmony. And when you think about harmony, you think about. That's what the body of Christ is supposed to be, and not in unison, in harmony. And the difference between unity and harmony is like if me and you were to sing the same song in the same note, we may not want to make the, the viewers suffer with that. But if <laughs> yes. if we if we were to start singing like Amazing Grace together in unison, that would sound great. But if we had the ability to find harmony, and I were to sing the lead, and then you were to harmonize with me, we'd be singing the same song, but in a different key, right. and it takes the sound even more beautiful. So God says, I want, uh, the body of Christ is supposed to be made up of all races, all nationalities, all ethnicities, but they're all supposed to be singing the same song. And what happened at the Tower of Babel is the devil knows the kingdom of God better than the people in the kingdom of God. Come so on. we realized we need to get all these people together. And if we get them all doing the same thing, then nothing shall be impossible for us. We will create a religious system. We will not need God. We will create our own God and we will X God out of the way. And God had to come down and stop them because part of Genesis 1 when he gave us dominion here on this earth he gave man the right to create in in their unity so we had to stop that so we had to confuse their languages so that they would not do what was in their heart to do
1: well and think about this uh, one of the last prayers that jesus prayed in the garden of Gethsemane was father i pray oh. that they would be one as Say we that. are one so wow. you know obviously satan is threatened by the yeah. unification of the believer. I mean, there's so many scriptures. If, uh, where there are two or more gathered in my name, there I am in the midst. Amos 22. Right How can any yes. two walk together lest they be agreed? Matthew 18 19. If any two shall touch and agree on any one thing on earth, it shall be done by the Father which is in heaven. So Satan understands that a unified church is a powerhouse in the earth. Look at Acts yes. chapter 2. It didn't take 500 brethren. Oh, yeah, Come It on, only took on. 120 to shake the earth. So yes. think about it, guys. If the church ever came to full power to get, if we, if we would stop bickering and being divisive mm-hmm. over things that are not salvit, salvitic, uh, things that don't matter. If we, <coughs> excuse me, we're sitting here arguing about, you know, the rapture preacher, trip, post trip. We're arguing about these ridiculous things when there is far greater, uh, you know, fish to fry out there than arguing over these things like this. Uh, so this Absolutely. is something, uh, you know that we need to to think about here and yeah, uh yeah. and uh and the enemy knows this and this is yes, why he's does. working overtime so this is what you know this is what we're talking about here on this program so you know yeah, we're talking about yeah. the these these demons these ancient spirits they have an assignment did you guys know that there is an assignment of heaven but there's also an assignment of hell Yes. Uh, and it's just like there's a kingdom of heaven. There's a kingdom of God. all truth is parallel. If yep. there is, you know, it's amazed, amazes me, Pastor, is that that the same among Christians? There's a large majority of Christians they believe in God, they believe in heaven, but they don't believe in a literal hell.
0: They some of them
1: don't even believe in a literal Satan. It's unbelievable.
0: Unbelievable. And, and what blows my mind is. Jesus talked more about hell than he did about heaven, you know, and so the same Bible that tells you about heaven tells you about hell the same. I said this the other night on one of my shows, Ricky, I said, you know, the one of the, the number one goal of the enemy, the one thing that makes the devil happier than anything else is for you to not believe in him. Right. Because he was so happy with you serving nature and worshiping trees and all this and saying you don't even believe in him because the moment that you believe in a devil, you have to believe in a God. The moment that you believe in hell, you have to believe in a heaven And the moment that you believe that in that, then you have to believe in Jesus. Then you have to believe that Jesus is the only way. Then you have to believe the Bible is the word of God. And then you go down that, that snowball. So yeah, the easy thing is to just, yeah, I want to believe in the concept of God, but I don't want to believe in the concept of the devil because the moment that I do then I have to believe in everything else the Bible tells us about the devil. And that's what happened at the Tower of Babel is that they stepped back and regrouped. The enemy is really, really good at regrouping and, and, and not—he's persistent. I'll give him one thing. Mm-hmm. He's persistent. He plays the long game. So yep. the long game was, okay, maybe I can't make myself to be God, so therefore I'm going to turn his creation against him, and I'm going to create a system— that people that i'm going to i'm going to feed everything out of that system. He's got his system called the kingdom of god. I believe the system of the enemy is the system of Babylon. And i believe that's why in revelation 18 that the final thing that is mentioned before the new jerusalem, before the refining of the earth, before the millennial reign is the systematic destruction of Mystery Babylon, which is the religious side of Babylon. And then the structure of Babylon, the economy, the governmental. It, 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 for God to take two full chapters in the book of Revelation, two full passages there to show John of the complete and utter destruction of Babylon, Mystery Babylon and the city of Babylon and the system of Babylon shows that that is the, in my opinion, the core, system of the enemy it is the kingdom of the enemy babylon there's a lot of debates on babylon is babylon a city is it new york city is it is it rome is it this now i'm not here to say that i'm a bible expert expert in exotology i'm not saying that i'm 100 right on this but I believe that it's, it is a city, but it is also an economy. It is also a system. It is religion. I believe Babylon is the demonic kingdom that has, that gave us Jezebel, that gave us Baal, that gave us the sacrifice of children, that gave us the religious systems of the world that point you away from God. Babylon so, is mentioned. No. Babylon is mentioned Ricky 280 times right. in the Bible. 280 times. It's referred to as other cities, Babylon, the land of the Chaldeans, the land of Shinar, the desert of the sea, the ladies of the kingdom, the land of Merathaim, Shishak History believes that Babylon was the first ancient city to exceed 200,000 people. Babylon was the first to introduce pagan gods. Sexual immorality was introduced in Babylon. I could go on and on and on. You yeah, is Baal. Yep. Baal. Yes, go ahead.
1: Well, no, I was I, I was going to ask you. Uh, so, you know, our listeners that are watching and we say, okay, we understand the origin of Babylon. We understand uh, the geographic location. Um can you take just a few minutes? And, I'm, I'm, and, and I know you're going to expound on this, but try let's bring relevance to when you say the system of Babylon. What does that look like? Because you got a lot of people, okay. you, they don't know eschatology like you and I do. They don't understand that. They, you know, a lot of these, and look, let's just be honest, a lot of their pastors don't teach Bible prophecy, they don't even nope. open the book of Revelation. So if you were to get a snapshot, of the system of Babylon and put it in modern vernacular. What 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 does that look like? What does it look like when we turn on our television? What does it look yeah. like when we turn on our radio stations? What does it look yeah. like in Hollywood? What is it what does that look like to you?
0: Well, okay, okay. great question. So, the the answer to that question is I, and and it, it, in the eschatology world, in the end times teaching world, a lot of people talk about Babylon, but they only talk about Babel in the story of Genesis 11. But I, you can't separate Babylon, uh, Babel, or even Baal. In fact, you, you have to even look at things where you have the term Beelzebub. Beelzebub, the Lord of the Flies, the actual mean meaning of that it might shock you when you look up Beelzebub, it means the God of poop, the God of Dung. So, so when you really get into that, you see that injected in all these words, Baal, Babylon, uh is 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 Babel. And Babel is a was was the gathering of the believers in the demonic realm who had rejected God and had decided even then they didn't even really know it that they were being led by a spirit they were Come being on. led by Lucifer to to finish listen to finish, in his mind, he thought, I'm going to finish what I started at the throne. When I said, I need to be worshiped, and he decided to ascend and make himself God, and a third of the angels fell with him. Well, he was cast out of heaven. He was cast down here to this earth. So the earth became his kingdom. So he said, if I can't reign in heaven, I'm going to create my own system that's happy, here on this guys. earth. Come on, are y'all hearing me? I'm gonna create my own system here on this earth. I'm going to reign, I'm going to finish what I started here. He started in the garden when he said, Is that what he really said? What he really meant was: you you don't know the secret that I know. That if you eat of that tree, you will be like him. And that was his whole purpose was to be like him, to be God. So when he realized that he had made that he had missed it again, that here he was here on this earth, his was going to be his. His kingdom. This was going to be where he reigned, and then here comes this thing called man, who was created in the image of God. That when he looked at man. He saw God. He knew that the, he heard God give him dominion in Genesis 126. So he, he's always playing the long game. So he said, you know what? Okay, I can't override God. I can't override the, 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 the kingdom of God. I don't have the authority here. I have a legal, I'm an illegal here now. So what am I going to do? I'm still going to win. I'm still going to reign. I'm still going to have my kingdom. I can't lead it. But I can manipulate his creation to create my kingdom and worship me by default in their own dominion. So instead of him grabbing a hammer and building a tower, instead of him sitting down and designing and creating a system, he moved upon man to do it. And when man got scattered by God to stop this from happening, because it was going to happen, Mm -hmm. his kingdom was being built right here. And God was bound by his word, Rick. He's not a man that he should lie. And when he gave man dominion, he basically said, if you want to build your own kingdom, you have the power to do that. That, and that's what they were doing. And God said, but wait a minute, that is not what is going to happen here. That is not the plan. So he comes down and he confounds their language. And and so the enemy, you got to understand this about the devil. He is persistent and he plays the long game. So there again, bam, I missed it again. How am I going to do it now? So maybe I can't, maybe the, maybe it's the answer is not to build a structure. The answer is to build a system. And in that system is everything that is against God. God is sexual purity. His is sexual immorality. God is there is one God. His system is there are many gods. His system is there is one path. The devil's system is there's many paths. Uh, his system, Jesus' system is a relationship with the creator. The devil's system is religion and, and practices that have to work, work, work. So, so the answer is, what does it look like? Turn on your TV. Let me tell you something. Turn on the movies. Look at the media. Look at TikTok. These are modern day equivalents of the spirit of the worship of Baal. The, the, Go ahead. Let me ask you this. Oh, I'm just preaching. I'm I, sorry. You got to.
1: No, you gotta no, just you're, you're your fine. Eggs. Hey, this, huh? I, I brought oh. you on, man. I brought you on. I, you got the steering wheel, brother. So I, I have a question. I want to. I want to see what you think about this. We know that we go 40 years ago, 50 years ago, 60 years, 70 years ago. Our nation, as America, was we had Christian yep. you know, Judeo principles. Yep. We had prayer in school at one time we had the reading of the of the word of god in school at one time it was prevalent you had you know and we know and, and i don't want to spend a lot of time on this but we know the downfall came when they removed the reading of the word when they removed yes. prayer yes. from you know a, a decision that was made from the highest court but i'm going to say something here. It's going to be a little controversial but being that this Come is on. my show and not his show <laughs> there, there's nothing on him so it'll be on me but you know, they call America the melting pot. Mm. And which is great. Listen, you know, America's a great land of opportunity. People come here, they make a living. And we get we understand all that from a, a practical perspective. But I want to remind you guys, we don't wrestle against flesh and blood, right? Against principalities right. and powers, spiritual. So when you open the floodgates, listen to me real carefully. Don't misconstrue what I'm saying here. I'm not against uh people. But when you open the floodgates to people, watch this, that originate mm. from this location of where Babel was instituted, created, formed,
0: Yep, 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 yep
1: they're yep. coming over and they are bringing their God with them. Think about this. Let's just say lie. Let's just think about this a second. So now, you we have a whole population of individuals in America that are assimilate. Yeah, they don't express Christianity. They're not. They don't. uh, They're not of that faith. They are. um, Look at the look. What's happening in the streets of America right now?
0: Right. Right. Exactly. Say that.
1: Let Let's you know. Let alone you know the fact that there's Hamas sympathizers, but you got to remember. These individuals are of 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 a God that is not the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And if you want should to be I, real technical, I? we talked about this on a program, the, their God originates from the origin of that as Baal. It's a moon Absolutely. deity Absolutely. that, again, was birthed no right it. there in the Tower of Babel. So what am I saying here? I'm saying is, what I'm saying is, it should not be a great mystery no. of why when Uh, These groups like Barna and different ones do these polls where we have all these, we have all these professed believers and Christians and people who who identify of a religion that look how, you know, our standards are dropping. They're dropping, you know, there's a great majority now, and I wouldn't say majority, but there's a great percentage rather of individuals that no longer believe that Jesus Christ is the way, the truth and the life. They believe there's many paths to heaven. They believe, you know, all these things. But then I want to say this one thing. I'm going to kick it back off to you because I want to ask you about this. You know yep. what really bothers me too is <clears throat> you've got a lot of believers, and I know we touched on this earlier a little bit. But you know, right now, Deliverance Ministries become the big spotlight in, in the in mm-hmm. the body of Christ. But what yep. blows me away is the number of professed believers, professed Christians, that don't <clears throat> they don't believe that. Uh, that demon oppression is real. Wow. They, if they even yeah. believe in demons at all, and you know the Bible says it's in, yeah. it's amazing yeah. how the Bible says that even the demons believe and tremble. But yeah. we have professed believers now. Do you believe? Here's here's the question. Here's what it is. <clears throat> do you believe that what? Uh, uh, let me put it another way. How is Satan so emboldened? How is it that he can get away with things he's getting away with in the streets of America? How is it that he can come on platforms, uh, on music awards and demonstrate his character and his nature and who he is with no restraint, with no regard, no blushing as Satan is emboldened more than ever? How is it that uh, and we're going to talk about this. uh, We'll be discussing this on a program how is it that at a Christian music venue you've got yeah. individuals who are quote unquote Christian artists that are showing up in in women's clothing?
0: Drags, yeah. Yeah.
1: And and yeah. one individual st- stands up and says, "I'm shocked." And I can't believe this. And he gets attacked because right. he's standing against Yeah. <laughs> against this. this is unbelievable. So, I want to know, do you think that uh that this is an indicator Oh, yeah. That 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 we truly are in the last hours of the last days,
0: without a doubt. And the reality is this: you just when you said that that even the demons believe and tremble. Let me just tell you something: if you preacher, if you Christian, do not know that we're in the last days, well, let me give you a red alert. The devil knows that. Come on, the devil knows that he's running out of time. The devil knows he can read the signs of the times better than most preachers can. And, Preach. and I'm gonna tell you something: the the answer to your question is simple. Charles Finney said many, many years ago, and of all places in New York City, you can search, you can, uh, you can go find it. Just do a Google search saying the pulpit is responsible. And I'm telling you, he did a speech to several hundred pastors back in the 1800s, y'all. When you read it, it's like it's reading about today. He said, if the halls of our Congress turn evil and turn against the virtues of God, the pulpit is responsible. If sexual immorality takes over our country, the pulpit is responsible. He He line upon line takes you down about 10 or 12 different items that literally describes the world we live in today and says the pulpit is responsible think about it paul said this in the book of romans how can they believe in what they have not heard and how can they hear without a preacher and i'm telling you the problem is the the way that this is happening is because the preachers have watered down the message the preachers have without even realizing it some of them do realize it and they've embraced it, but many of them don't realize that this system, the system of Babylon, the system of of, that will be eventually so overtaking the world that God makes a point as the whole world is destroyed. A third of the population kills, it was dead. A third of the fish in the sea are dead. All this stuff is, I mean, the world is almost completely destroyed And then he takes the time to say, now, hold up. I want to make sure you understand mystery Babylon and the system of Babylon is going to be utterly destroyed. He calls out, he says, your ships will be destroyed. Your commerce will be destroyed. Your governments are destroyed. Your religion is destroyed. He lists all these things in the book of Revelation, chapter 18, and he makes sure that the world knows before I end this. Before it winds down, I am going to systematically dismantle every single part of the kingdom of darkness, and I'm going to let them stand back. The Bible says they stood back and watched it burn. They stood back and wept because they saw that the system that they had bought into was being destroyed, and there was nothing that they could do about it. I want to say one other thing. You yeah, think about what's going on in the Middle East right now. At the center of it all is Jerusalem, which is the city of David, the city of God, the city where we're all going to live for all eternity one day when the new Jerusalem comes back down. But Babylon, Ricky, God was speaking to me when I was doing this study, doing this teaching. The reason the people think about a city and the system is because the holy city of the world, is Jerusalem. Everybody wants to have Jerusalem. It is the center of the, of the apple of God's eye. And even this whole mess about the two state solution and all this, it's never going, it's never going to, to happen. And the two state solution is if you ask the people, the leaders of the Palestinians, even those that say, okay, we want a two state solution and we will live, you know, we commit that we will live in peace alongside uh, Israel. They say, but, The only way we will ever agree to a two-state solution is Jerusalem has to be the capital of Palestine, not Mm. the capital of Israel. They make it very clear in every charter, in every document that they ever confirm that they will never be at peace with Israel until Israel acknowledges that Jerusalem would be the capital, the exclusive capital, not the joint capital, the exclusive capital of Palestine. Now, why is that important? It is because the devil has always tried to have his own city. He wants his own holy city. And so therefore, he knows he can't have Jerusalem so he created Babylon. Babylon is the devil's equivalent, uh, his pathetic counterpart of Jerusalem. Everything has always been a counterpart. And that's why Jerusalem will be, will live for eternity through the new Jerusalem, and Babylon will be destroyed. I want you to know. Preacher, if you got the guts to even watch end time headlines, most of you are too scared to even watch it because you get stepped on all the time. I love you, <laughs> preacher, I, 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 but I'm going to tell you something. I love you to tell you the truth. One of the things that God has called me to do is pastor pastors into speaking to pastors' lives. And if you're a pastor, a preacher, an evangelist, if you call yourself a man or a woman of God that preaches the gospel, you need to hear me. You need to understand that we are not facing some little demon in this last time. This is not some little demon. This is not, you, you can't be, the, you cannot be a kingdom minded person focused on donuts and coffee in the foyer. Thank God if you've got good donuts and coffee in the foyer. But the reality is, is you better know how to fight devils because you're facing a system that is absolutely embedded into every government, into every economy, into every religious system, whether it be uh Christianity, uh, Buddhism, Hinduism, Shamanism, New Age movement. I, I, I'm telling you, I'm I'm getting inundated with ads for New Age conferences uh, on my feed because I'm talking about spiritual warfare, and the algorithm thinks that I want to learn about my third eye. They want to learn learn about my learn how to meditate. But there's there's to, preachers preaching that exactly. Because listen, what he's saying. And this is,
1: uh, let me interject this real quick, and I'm going to have him give some final thoughts, and I'm going to have him pray. Um, that, you know, the world's going to be the world. We know that. We know, that, and you guys you guys who uh, follow our ministry, we've said this for years, you know, we've emphasized the fact that the world is going to be the world. We understand yep. that. We, we're called to reach a dying world. But— the reality is the scary part about this guys, if you were really paying attention, come on, are we're, we're going to give you a test. Now we want to see if you were paying attention to the, the podcast tonight. He's telling you that this Babylonian system is not going to just infiltrate Hollywood. It's not just going to infiltrate the entertainment industry. It's not just going to infiltrate the government, but it, it, it's not a matter of if it will, but it has infiltrated it has, yes. the body of Christ, um, there is a scripture I want to read this to you. Uh, this is Second Corinthians. Paul wrote to the church of Corinth and he warned them, he said, There would come a time that there would be false apostles, yes, that he called them deceitful workers, yes. transforming themselves into apostles of Christ. And then he tells you, No wonder for Satan himself transforms himself into an angel of light. Did you notice how? uh pastor said that it's not just christianity that uh that is infiltrated uh or that this babylonian system has infiltrated but it's also um it's also infiltrated into uh the new age movement because yes. listen the new age new age comes as light yes. it looks good it yes. looks pleasant it feels good. I don't see any harm, uh, Pastor. I this, uh, this hits personal to me because I have blood relatives. I have mm. I have relatives and family that um uh, that are steeped into this new age n- nonsense. And me too. I'm you know I'm trying to penetrate them with the the gospel and with truth, and and it infuriates me as a minister of the gospel when I see uh, these pastors and apostles get up and they are, and they have hundreds of thousands of followers and they're teaching straight st- stuff straight out of new age, this third Absolutely. eye nonsense and, yep, and astral yep. projection and, yep. you know, and remote control anointing and all this nonsense. And it's just, it's terrifying. You know, listen, I, one Pastor got up. He's very well known. I won't name his name, but if I did, you would know who he is. And he got up and called some people out on this stuff. And I was like, you know, it's about time. People call people, you know, well, God forbid we call out, you know, you got to call. We've got, you know, and I understand the pastor understands this as a shepherd of over. Come on, guys, 29, 30 years. Listen, if he's been a uh, and I know he will agree with me on this. If you've been a pastor for over 30 years. I can tell you right now, you have dealt with this stuff <laughs> on a continual basis. And he's probably had to make some very tough decisions and had to yes. tell people in his church look, you, you can't be doing this nonsense. You got to repent of this stuff. You got to get right with this stuff. So listen, it's here. The Babylonian system is not going anywhere. It is going to be the center of uh, uh of the end time activity. Satan will never get the city, but he's going to get the temple. Let me say that again. We know, according to Revelation 11 and 2 Thessalonians 2, that he will not get the city. No, he's going to try it, and it will be trodden upon for 42 months. And he's going to go into the temple, and he's going to set up his headquarters, and God is going to allow him to get what he always wanted. He's going to get his seat of authority in the temple um for a short space um and that's where he's going to set himself up and declare himself as god so we uh, we are heading into that direction but we need to be and i love what he says here we are awake and not woke guys we we've got to be awake we can't yes. be cradled to this yes. wokeness nonsense. And I'm gonna right. for the next five, ten minutes, I wanna toss the ball over him. I wanna give I want uh, pastor, I want you to give some final insights. Then I okay. want you to go ahead and I'm gonna s- give it to you. I want you to to pray us in, close us okay. out. Uh, let us know your website, put that up around the top so that we can see this. Uh, okay. and it's okay. and 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 then we'll close this thing out.
0: Okay. All right. Well, well, let, let me just let me just say that. Uh, Yeah, if you can, you go to our website, leiragland.tv, it's on top of my head there now, you can go there and uh, learn more about our ministry. But I I wanna show you something uh, that you just spoke about the system. I wanna give you this this quote here from um, Paul Henry Spock. Now, why is this important? This man was the first president of the United Nations General Assembly and the first president of the European Parliament and one-time Secretary General of NATO. We do not need another committee. We have too many already. What we want is a man of sufficient stature to hold the allegiance of all people and to lift us out of the economic morass into which we are sinking. Send us such a man, and be he God or devil, we will receive him. This is the absolute first president of the united nations general assembly the first president of the european parliament and has been a secretary general of nato the system of babylon is the system that will birth the antichrist the system of babylon is that's why chapter 17 of revelation deals with the religious babylon chapter 18 deals with the system of babylon everything that is in our world is centered in this system of Babylon. It is the beast system foundation. It is what the Mark of the Beast is going to come out of. It is what the Antichrist is going to rise up out of in all the world. It is the system that is training the world right now to follow this man. It is the the foundation of slavery. It is the foundation of prostitution. It is the foundation of human trafficking. It is the foundation of child trafficking. It is the foundation of human sacrifice. It is the foundation of what brought us abortion. It is the foundation of what has brought us sexual immorality. It is, in fact, one of the things that when Revelation chapter 18 t- details the destruction, it says, your sorcery is over and most people on here probably know and maybe you don't know the word sorcery is the word pharmakia that when he speaks of sorcery it it is pharmakia is where we get our words pharmacy and pharmaceuticals pharmaceuticals and i'll tell you one of the things that hit me was i thought what in the world what is happening all around the world we have just been uh injected if you will with a with a what I call on my show the wang wan but here's it's more than that. It was more than the wan wan. It it was it was a wang wan of of a system. The system that came with that virus is it was the next phase of the sorcery. It was the next phase of getting our minds ready to prepare to accept a one world government, a one world religion, and one central leader known as the antichrist. Christ. But the final thing I want to tell you on this program is God Is always going to win and not only does he destroy Babylon in Revelation chapter 17 and 18 of the book of Revelation I want to tell you that the way this system called Babylon began at the Tower of Babel in Revelation chapter 11 and the way God stopped it was to confound the languages and confuse the languages but I want to remind you that when it came time for him to start his church oh glory to God in Acts chapter 2 you reference referenced it earlier. He he said it to 500 men plus women and children up on that mountain before he disappeared in the clouds. I want to remind you in time headlines. Listen to me that there, there was possibly when you factor in wives and children could have been 1500 to 2000 people heard that command within a week to 10 days, probably seven days, it had whittled down to 120. And I'm going to tell you, there was 121 in there at one point, whoever that guy was, whoever that lady was, bless her heart. I hope they got the heart right with God because the moment at 121 left the building at 120 was in unity. The Bible said suddenly there came a sound from heaven, Acts chapter two, and it filled the, as of a rushing mighty wind. It filled all the house where they were sitting and there appeared in them cloven tongues like as a fire and it sat upon each of them and they began to speak with other tongues as the spirit of God gave them utterance. And we know that it was the birth of Pentecost, but more than anything, it was the birth of the church. And here's what I want to tell you about how God always wins is the very thing that, that ushered in the system of Babylon. Even before Babylon is destroyed in 18, the spirit of Babylon was destroyed in that upper room because in one moment, God reversed Babylon, reversed the Tower of Babel. He brought the languages back together. But the only way that we could be unified again to speak the same language is that we must come through Jesus and we must come through the power of the Holy Ghost. The Bible says when they began to speak in other tongues, that they did not know it but it unified in a language so much so that everyone in the streets that had come from multiple ethnicities multiple cultures and multiple languages were amazed because they heard what was happening in the upper room in their language so what happened was God reinstituted a universal language the language of heaven the language of heaven is greater than the confused language of Babel and that's why the angels they desire to look in on the things of man because they can't understand how God has now reunified the language not English not Spanish not Russian not other some kind of dialect but the Holy Spirit the same language language that we will speak in the new Jerusalem, the same language that we will speak in heaven is what happens when the power of the Holy Ghost. I want to pray for you right now. Father, in the name of Jesus, if fear has gripped you, if 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 worry has gripped you because of the times that we live in, I encourage you right now to go after Jesus, to go all in, not religion, not a system, not a ritualistic practice, but surrender, reject the devil, reject and renounce the enemy and invite God to come into your life. Jesus Christ to come into your life. Repent of your sins. Ask him to forgive you of your sins right now. Just say that. Jesus, forgive me of my sins. I give you everything. I give you my past, my present, my future. I totally surrender. And I want to encourage you that if you just got saved or if you were already a born again believer to go all in and say, God, I want the power of Acts chapter two in my life. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. I want to be spirit filled. I want to be a spirit filled believer because that's the only way that I'm going to be able to stand strong in these last days. In Jesus' name, amen and amen.
1: Praise God. That's good, man. So good. This is a good, so much information, guys. Take notes. Uh, this is so good. Uh, you know, everything he said just echoes what we've talked about on our program. And, you know, I say this all the time: uh, that, you know, this is not a time as believers to be fearful. But to be excited because you, you know, we always talk about Luke 21, 28. Jesus said, when you begin to see all these things coming to pass, to look up and lift up your heads because your redemption is drawing near. So Pastor, I am so thankful. Uh it's an honor to have you on the show. And Thank um you. And, and you know, it'll but what a couple weeks, we'll we'll be right back together. And who knows yes. what'll happen in and <laughs> two weeks from now. This thing is Absolutely, you know, it's it's like every single day and and man, there was, there's so much stuff we can talk about. We're running out of time. So we're uh again, um all of his information he gave us, be sure to and again listen, guys, if you are in anywhere in driving distance uh to Birmingham, Alabama, please go visit his church. You will not regret it. Um it is uh, you will have a good time in the Holy Ghost. And uh man, speaking of, have you seen and heard what's going on in uh right an hour from uh from me in Gainesville, it's breaking oh, yeah. out in uh oh, in yeah. Free Chapel, Jensen Franklin. So it's gonna be yes. It's, uh, i haven't been able what to a, get over there yet i want to get over there and be a part what of what
0: a time to be alive you know I, and the, the movie that just came out domino revival we rented yes. out the entire movie theater it was packed out there's 175 180 people in there and at the end of it people were just being delivered that we we had people coming down on their falling on their face demons are coming out of people workers in the ho- in the in the in the uh the movie theater was there to clean up They put their brooms down, came down, and said, I want to be saved. Tell me how to get Jesus. We led led two of the workers inside the Theater to Christ. Another worker behind the concession stand got saved. I mean, mean, it was just revival, man. For those that are in the fire, this is the greatest time to ever be alive.
1: It is. Absolutely. I just said that on a podcast. You got the good and the bad. And, you know, the enemy's at work, but God's at work, too. So listen, yes, LarryRagland.com. That's where you're going to find him. Get Check out his book, I See Greatness in You. Um, you can find it on Amazon. You can go directly to his website. Uh, that's where you can find it. Um, but we're going to sign off for today, guys. Um, again, it's been a great program. We love you, you, Pastor. And uh, we will see you in two weeks from now.
0: I want to say thank you so much to Ricky Scopero for having me as a guest on End Time Headlines. And I want to encourage all of the big picture listeners and viewers to go to End Time Headlines, search for it on YouTube, subscribe to his channel. Also go to intimeheadlines.com or .org and get all your latest headlines. Many of our headlines that Sandy and I use, we get from there. What a great, great honor it was to be on that program. I hope it helped you. The return of the spirit of Bible. So make sure you hit the subscribe button here on The Big Picture and that like button and share this broadcast. We'll see you next time. Well, we always want to remind you, no matter if I'm the interviewer or if I'm being interviewed, if it's news, breaking news, Bible study, or whatever, on The Big Picture, we ain't woke, but we are certainly, certainly, without a doubt, awake. God bless. Thank you for joining us for this episode of The Big Picture Podcast. We hope it helped you, encouraged you, and empowered you. Please consider leaving us a review on your app of choice and share with family and friends. And remember, we ain't woke, but we are certainly awake.